0: you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So, with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much,
1: guys. My name is Alexander Gonzalez, and I'm coming to you live from St. Petersburg, Florida. And I'm super excited to be here with you guys for the next hour and just kind of have like a fireside chat. Um, about the topic at hand. So swallowing the seeds of success. So when I first read that, I'm like, okay, so interesting. So many different words that could have been used instead of the word swallowing, like cultivating, planting, nourishing. Um, So, but the word swallowing just kind of stood out to me, right? Because when you think about that word, when you're saying, you know, swallow the pill of whatever, it's kind of like, while you're swallowing the 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 stuff you gotta do that you don't necessarily wanna have to do in order to get to where you wanna get. Did anyone feel that when they read the word swallowing the seeds of success? No, no one felt that way. <laughs> I, I feel like someone's trying to say something. Go ahead, whoever unmuted. Did someone unmute? Maybe that's just me. Is
2: someone uh, unmuted? It's Christina. Okay. I and, said no.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> how, so how did you take it, Christina, when you read the word swallowing, that action specifically, What did? how did you take it?
3: Actually, I don't know. I just read the title this morning when I got up and got deep into my gratitude and goes uh, writing it down, um, swallowing, swallowing the seeds of success. To me, that means you are swallowing uh, all of the, the growth. It, it means growth to me. Um, kind of like in alignment with, with what Marcus talked about this morning with growth. Um, growing, 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 and swallowing all of what we need in order to grow in the spaces that we are in, in order to get to where we need to be to be successful in life.
1: I love it. So basically taking the good with the bad, everything that's going to come along the journey of success, you have to actually swallow all of it because that's where the growth comes. Right. So when I because I because that was just very it was just a very, like, very specific utilization of words for me today, swallowing. So I started Googling Um so, I saw this last night when I was kind of prepping for my stuff and what I wanted to talk about. I started, I literally just Googled swallowing the seeds of success to see what would come up. Really, nothing comes up. I did find, however, a very cool article. <laughs> it was a peer reviewed journal on chimpanzees. Now, this is oh. track with me for a second. And in this article, they had done research how during the rainy seasons, these chimps eat seeds and leaves whole intentionally to kind of actually trigger certain processes in their bodies that helps them get rid of, um, helps them actually get rid of um, certain, uh, oh my gosh, uh, like uh, just basically uh, infections and different things that these parasites that are increasing during the rainy season. And so they do this unique way of eating these plants and these seeds of these leaves whole to trigger this process in this body that then allows the parasites to have less chances of survival. And they only will eat this way during the rainy season when the parasites are at all time high. Well, what's interesting is that during that same season, the plants actually need the chimpanzees to go through this process that the chimps need to do to self-medicate themselves, to rid themselves of the parasite so that the plant which in a rainforest, in forest in general, everyone's vying for life, right? Vying for reproductive rights. This is space is already a very, very limited. Well, when these chimps swallow these seeds whole, and then that go through the natural process that when you eat food happens, the seeds get dispersed, and now the actual plant's reproductive chances have increased. Okay. So it triggered something for me. So I, I'm totally off topic, has nothing to do with swallowing the seeds of success, but I got, uh, you know, if you guys ever been into like a Wikipedia hole or whatever, I got into this just hole and I was just reading these, this article and all this research on this. Uh, to me, it's fascinating. I felt like I was back in grad school and I was like, how interesting, right? The meat the, 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 this, Incredible symbiotic relationship is required because chimps, first and foremost, part of the science was that chimps actually do take certain things as medicine. So the fact that they were not chewing them, they were swallowing them whole, was proof that they were intentionally doing this. So that they were actually medicating themselves to deal with the parasites, which is super interesting that this research has discovered this. But it also made me think. When we're swallowing the seeds of success, and we actually are swallowing those seeds, do we allow for the growth of other people's success to happen by being able to reproduce that success? in others. So follow me. (laughs) So, you know, not that you're going to go poop the seeds of success and then someone else is going to be able to be successful. But in a way, when we swallow the seeds of success, when we swallow the willingness to do what it takes to go where you want to go, when we swallow the good, with the bad because on path to success there is things that are going to be difficult there's going to be trials and there's going to be tribulations there's also going to be joys and there's going to be successes and there's going to be wins but we have to all take all of it together when we do that are we then able to reproduce success in the lives of others and in my opinion. So I know it's like a weird, like chimpanzees in the rainforest to this. Like, I know it's taken a, a, you know, a, a certain unique route to get here, but I realized that yes, when we are willing to do what it takes to swallow the seeds of success, to take the good with the bad, to handle whatever comes our way on the journey of success, to be willing to do the work that it takes to carry the weight of said success. That in turn, what we are able to do is create success around us and why I think that it's important. And I'll tell you this, I think that it's very awesome to be successful. I think that that's powerful of the people on this earth that have have achieved these high, 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 high levels of success, but I'll tell you what impresses me more than the one person who's become successful. It's the person who has become successful and on their journey to success has brought many people up with them. So if I think, for example, our leader, Glenn Lundy, who, who created this idea, had an inkling, a seed planted in his heart, uh, I don't know, 14 months ago, 15 months ago, I'm not 16 months ago, wherever we're at now, back in 2020, the end of 2020, the seed planted to create this, for me, it's not the fact that Glenn Lundy has had so much success in creating Breakfast with Champions. That's impressive, which is impressive. We've literally been able to watch his life transform in front of us. I mean, he's been doing the work for a decade before, but we're seeing a lot of these incredible things come to fruition. We're seeing him call Les Brown when he needs some advice and Les picks up. We're seeing Grant Cardone flying in a private jet to speak on stage with Glenn. We're seeing a lot of incredible things. But for me, the beauty in all of it is that the platform of success that he created and in swallowing the pill, excuse me, the seeds of success, he allowed the door to open for other people to use this same exact platform to borrow the same exact audience and Literally launch pad themselves onto their own trajectory of success. We've seen people come out with best selling books because this audience has purchased those books. We've seen people get on stages, speak around the world, make dreams come true, speak both virtually and in person in front of hundreds of thousands of people because he was willing to swallow the seeds of success. And in turn, that success reproduces more success in the lives of others. Are you guys tracking with what I'm saying? If you guys are tracking with what I'm saying, can I get it? Yes! 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 yes. 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 yes I feel it. Whoever felt that I felt that with you. And so what my point in saying all of this is that yes, sometimes we do have to swallow the seeds of success, meaning swallow the good, the bad, and all that comes with it. However, what part of us doing that, and I do believe that there are certain people that are set aside. You know, there was a really, really cool TED Talk that I saw for the first time, I think, five years ago, um, but i I've, I've watched the TED Talk over and over and over and over again. It's very short. I, I want to say it's like a, a five, seven-minute TED Talk. It's not very long, and it's all about starting a movement. And what this uh, speaker, this TEDx speaker goes into, he gives this example. It, it looks like a... A park in San Francisco is really what I always think it is, but I'm not sure exactly where this park is, where there's a bunch of people just kind of lounging about. And then one man, the lone nut, starts to get up and dance. And he's just dancing by himself. Well, then one person, the first follower, chose to get up and dance with him. Then the second follower, the third follower, until... Almost every single person at this park is now up and together in this one area dancing with this man, creating a movement. And so the question is always, you know, who's more important, the lone nut who just stood up and danced? Or the first follower who actually started the the process of the movement creating because he emboldened the second follower who emboldened the third, fourth, fifth. And then it got to the point that you were actually the person left out if you weren't up and dancing in turn creating a movement. But the very first man who got up and started dancing without abandon, without worrying if anyone was watching or or, or paying attention, if he – was, you know, looking good or if the moves were like on point or even on beat, he swallowed the seeds necessary to start that movement. And then the first follower, again, the debate, chicken and egg, you know, which one's more important? Is it the the lone nut or the first follower? In my opinion, I think both. Hey, listeners,
2: if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five. Five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way
1: you
4: start your day.
1: I think that uh, the leader isn't a leader without a follower. And so in turn, uh, they need each other. It's another symbiotic mutualistic relationship much like the seeds and the chimpanzees (laughs) the both living organisms need each other in order to be successful and literally the chimpanzees swallow those seeds to have a successful life and so today i ask what pills or excuse me what seeds, to kind of stay on, ta- uh, on, on topic here, of success are you maybe not swallowing? And maybe that's why success has it fully rooted down into you. Maybe that's why success seems to be fleeting. Maybe that's why you keep feeling like I'm almost there, but I'm not quite there. We heard Dre talk about, um, you know, when people are saying the different things that they're doing in their lives that maybe aren't working out exactly right. You know, your, your content, what, what you're working out, all these different things. And what was the number one reason that most people aren't successful? Consistency. He said that in his talk. He gave, if you're not, if you're not, you don't have the, you know, working out the level that you should, it's consistently. You're not making the team that you should consistently. You're not writing the books that you should be. It's, it's consistency. And that, for me, in my opinion, is one of the toughest seeds to swallow when it comes to success. But let's chat. Let's, in fact, it's 645. Let's stop real quick because the sun's about to come up. And people are about to join us on this Clubhouse app. And we want to make sure that they know where we're at. So right now I see that we're at 152 shares. Guys, I'm going to ask you guys to do me a favor and let's increase that by 15 shares. I want to see it get to 167. In fact, I'm going to make it an even number and say 170. So if you're in this room right now, and you can hear my voice. I want you to do me a favor. And this is part, in my opinion, of actually swallowing the seeds of success is sometimes being okay to be obedient. And be led. Now, I'm not in charge of y'all. Y'all do what you want. Like, I'm not trying to be your daddy. You don't got to obey me. Please trust me when I say that. But sometimes, have you ever been to church and the pastor says, raise your hands? It's not about in that moment, the whole church needs to have their hands up. Does that make sense? Those hands up aren't necessarily doing something magical in the room that all of a sudden the presence of the Lord can fall upon us. But it's entering us into a space of obedience and ultimately worship. And so I'm going to ask you guys, woo, we only need five more. We got two away from the original number. And I only need five more to get us to the 170. We got that 167. We hit that real quick, y'all. I need three more people to take us to the 170. Oh, 171. I love what it, it populates and it's above and beyond. That makes me so happy because that's another pill, another seed of success. Is the willingness that sometimes we have to swallow, is the willingness to go past, to do that one more, that one more, that, that d- just one more, w- one more phone call, one more person, one more post, one more thing I'm going to share, one more YouTube video I'm going to create. So I appreciate you guys. We're, what? Listen, I love it. We're 176. We are way over what I had said, almost 10 over the original number. That Oh, 178. See, this is just making me so happy, y'all. So happy. And I appreciate y'all so much. And for the first 30 minutes, the first 20, 15, 20 minutes, I just want to chit-chat. Uh, what about what this kind of brought up in me. And then for the remaining av- of our hour, I want you guys to interact with me. I want you guys to talk with me. And I want us to together, maybe uncover some seeds of success that we're having difficulty swallowing and figuring out how can we get them Down the esophagus so they can grow root inside of us and become the norm as opposed to the exception, because that was the thing is I realized that when I went on this path of of entrepreneurship and on this journey of bettering myself, one of the things that I realized very early on was that success is heavy. It is very heavy. In fact, my very first year in business as an entrepreneur, uh, I did pretty well and I was not ready for the weight of that success. When I got my first 1099 in the mail to go through my taxes and when I had to pay my first tax bill and I had to go with all this, the reality of being an entrepreneur, and being working for yourself set in because all the things that when you're a w two employee, you're accustomed to everyone else taking care of, you are now taking care of on your own. And I was like, Oh my Lord, (laughs) I owe how much, (laughs) what do I got to pay? What? And I was not prepared. I was not prepared. Now, why was I not prepared? That was my fault. I didn't do the preparation. I went on the journey of success, but wasn't doing the work of said success and so when i achieved it it i buckled under the pressure and i by the grace of god didn't lose it all but almost felt like i could have because i was so lost and so not really vibing with this whole everything's on me thing (laughs) <laughs> I really liked having a boss and, and a CEO that took care of everything for me. And I just, you know, showed up to work and did my job. And now I got to do this all on my own and do my taxes and figure out how much I was supposed to set aside every single month so that I could be prepared for them for next year. And I got to figure out insurance and I got, I wasn't willing to carry the weight of success, but I wasn't doing the work. And so then I really quickly realized that network marketing is what everyone told me is self-development with a paycheck. So the self-development journey began for me. I started, I, I literally still attend between three and five self-development conferences a year, sometimes more. Um, I I am constantly on audible listening to different self-development books, doing what I can to make sure that when the weight of success gets even heavier, cause I'm ready for that next level that my shoulders are going to be, oh, they're going to be worked out. My back is strong and I'm ready to carry that success. But if I'm not willing to swallow the seeds of, ne- of that success, if I'm not willing to take the good with the bad, to take the growth that's necessary to push myself beyond, then not only am I failing me, I'm failing those around me that are watching to see if I will, so that they can believe that they will also. And so I ask you guys here for this next few for the talk about some seeds of success that you have difficulty swallowing. So we mentioned consistency. What's something else that you guys have difficulty sometimes on this journey of success? What are some of the things that maybe we struggle with? Feel free to unmute and just shout them out. This is open forum.
5: Hey, it's Bobby. I'll jump in Alexander. How you doing?
1: good
5: brother how you doing i'm good you know it's really resonating with me because i'm sure like many of us like this last year has changed my life clubhouse and i recently got back from this business trip to new york city miami and london england which is insane and i was like do i do this do i do this and i just kept being like okay i'm gonna do it and then life-changing experience after a life-changing experience but it was like okay what is that? There's like this resistance to step into the life you want. I think that's the only way that I can say it. Um, in my mid-40s, and I've had, you know, I've had a good life. I've had a good career in Canada. And then it was funny because something told me last year, at age 44, before Clubhouse, month before Clubhouse, because I joined February 2nd, And I was like, this is the year I legitimately work in Hollywood. And I'm like, what is that? Where did that come from? But I think it was this, it was that it was this idea of it's time to step into the life that I want, even though there really was no reason to believe it was possible. That was just a limitation in my mind. And then I just, I just jumped off the cliff a month later. Clubhouse emerged for me. A month later, I had an agent in Hollywood. How do you explain that? I think what it is, is opening yourself up to believing that this world that you want is possible. Not the world that you see, the world that you want. It's like that that Schopenhauer quote, right? It's like talent hits a target nobody else can hit. Genius hits a target nobody else can see. And so I would say that my resistance is being willing to jump off the cliff, knowing that the life I want is right there beneath me. So I hope that's- Oh, awesome. I love
1: that so much. And I have to tell you, Bobby, one of the things that, you know, I just mentioned that I go to several uh, self-development conferences, where I've broken arrows uh, with my neck. And it says, you know, we write down your fears or what's holding you back. And, one of, and what we say as we step through to break the arrow is that your resistance is your power step through it. And so I found that very, very specific that you use that word, that word resistance that sometimes sets in. Right. But what you did is you felt that resistance and you stepped through it to the other side, which is now the life that you've always wanted leading to these huge dreams, dreams that you didn't even think, Hey, I've been successful. Am I even, is it right for me to even want more? yes the answer is absolutely yes but we give all all of these thoughts come into our heads when it comes to success and simply just believing and then i know you bobby you're a friend working like hell to make sure it happens right you didn't just jump on clubhouse and i mean you spent hours still spend hours you you formulate true genuine relationships you get to know people you open yourselves to the opportunity because you are so present and never, ever forgotten. And actually Dre spoke about that today, right before my segment. And so I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that you got to do all that world touring and that so many awesome things are happening because you felt the resistance and yet still in spite of that resistance stepped through it. So what are some other things? Feel free to unmute and just say it is like consistency was one that we've already heard Dre talk about. What are some other things that sometimes are difficult to swallow on this journey of success? Just un- imposter <laughs> syndrome. Oh, imposter syndrome. I love that. Pam.
4: Alexander, I wanted to, um, kind of ping off of Bobby because he hit something that, um, I was very much thinking about. So, glenn put this title up here and it um, for he got it from if anyone's following the scrolls <laughs> um, and doing the scrolls three times a day for 30 days the first scroll and then you repeat you know and do that for the second scroll so this is a phrase within the scroll why do i know that because i have been reading that same scroll three times a day for 25 days now <laughs> um, And as you read the scroll, you begin to gather wisdom and you gather um, genuinely seeds of success because you are feeding yourself with principles that are strong, that are true. And when you do that, Then one of the things it says in this girl's is a habit um, can only overcome a habit. So if you have a bad habit and you want to overcome it, you overcome it with a good habit. And when you want a seed, of success planted in you what do you do you make sure that you swallow a seed of success and so that's what these scrolls are about and when bobby said about you know that resistance i today today is my first day of not having a job i quit my job I stepped out there, I had some resistance, just like Bobby was talking about, had some resistance, but I decided mediocrity is not for me. I'm going big. And so I stepped out there, I quit my job, and today is my first day to be me. And so, is it scary? Absolutely, but there are so many things that we can allow to keep us contained and afraid. And in that we will never be able to succeed, but being able to step out and say, you know what? There is so much more for me. There is so much more waiting for me. There's so many more people that I can touch and bless and um, help them plant seeds of success in them. And so it's been, it's, it's been an amazing journey. And I feel like I'm just at the beginning of it. And so, um, being able to swallow that seed and it all started, honestly, it all started here in clubhouse, me being a part of, um, breakfast with champions and then, um, doing the, um, five habits or the five goals that you have, um, and then reading the scrolls and it's like, you know what, that mind change has happened for me. And I do believe that when you swallow the seed of success, that's what happens. Thanks. I'm Pam and you have a great day.
1: Thank you, Pam. Thank and just, you, Pam. just for reference, you're referencing Ogmandino's, the greatest salesman in the world. And those nine
4: scrolls. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Awesome. Very, yeah. That if for anyone who has not read that book, first off the book reads like a novel, it doesn't read like a uh, self-development book. And it's literally one of the best self-development books ever, ever, ever written. And I love that you're doing that read, the the, the challenge that um, Glenn had set out. And you're on day 25 yeah. and you're still on scroll run one.
4: Yes. And I can't wait to get to scroll two. It's like, I don't want to mess this up because I'm tired of scroll one. <laughs>
1: Have you read all of them yet or no, you you're literally waiting until
4: I'm literally waiting. I'm biting at the bit. Cause I want to know what the second scroll is.
1: Oh, that's very cool. What's interesting is when we first started here on clubhouse, we used to have Paul Blanchard who actually works for the Augmandino. Um He like basically teaches the greatest salesman in the world. The, it's any, anyways, he used to come on here all the time. And we used to, he used to read to us a scroll a week. And then do some like deep diving into those scrolls and that was really cool because he's straight from the Og dino foundation or whatever it's called i don't even know um so very cool so i love that so you're swallowing so exactly how so you're swallowing what are some of the seeds of success that you've swallowed um basically these last 25 days what have you noticed
4: um well, the, probably the biggest is, is that I'm not going to take mediocrity. I've done that all my life and I am not doing that anymore. Okay. So um, it pushed you out of
1: your status quo. Love it. Yes. What about consistency? The fact that for 25 days, you've read the same thing over and
4: over. Absolutely. And there's been, there's been times that I was like, oh, you know, this is, this is too much. I've got other things to do, or I was about ready to fall asleep. And, but what really pushed me through was, I, I want to succeed. Like, I want this to be something that I will succeed at. And so it's taking determination and that mindset.
1: Consistency 25 days and also mindset to push past, but see all of these things you actually built because on day one, you were willing to swallow the very first pill, the very first seed of success. And that is, you said yes to the challenge. You said yes. You said, yes, that's it. And then no matter what has come your way, whether it feels redundant, it feels mundane, you're over it. I already know what the next word is going to be because I've read it so many times, (laughs) you're still doing it. Yes. And this is the thing is when it comes to success, especially in entrepreneurship, the reality of the matter is that a huge chunk of the things that you're going to do on a regular basis. Are the same things over and over, and they're not always fun. And you know exactly how it's done, and you don't necessarily want to do it again. But if you're not willing to do it, you're not going to see actually the the, the the true roots of success take plant. And so what I love about this Pam is first and foremost. Let's everyone unmute on Pam's very first day of being on her own, and let's celebrate Pam. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah.
3: Congratulations, man.
1: Yes. So happy Thank for you. Thank you
4: happiness. You're
1: stepping into your, your dreams. You're stepping into the, the, the little spark that God ignited inside of you that you've been fanning now for this past year. And now it's turning into a wildfire. And now you're getting to do the thing, right? You woke up today and you could have slept in. You could have woken up whenever because you don't got anywhere to go. you're on your own you're your honey there's too
4: much to do there's too much to do there's people out there waiting for me
1: you know what's funny is what my alarm says on my phone so when my alarm goes off and I look at my phone it says dreams require you to be awake (laughs) they don't come true in your sleep they come true when you are awake and so, Pam, <laughs> I love that so much. And I love that you're working so hard. So we heard imposter syndrome. Let's I, let's talk. Who else? Talk to me. What's another sometimes things that kind of gets in the way of these things that we have to do to, to allow success to take root? We heard imposter syndrome. Who said imposter syndrome? I heard a gentleman say imposter syndrome earlier. No. Nope. Okay. No worries. Who else? What are some of the other things? Doubt. Good morning. Ooh, Rising. Good, good morning. Who was the second? What was that last thing that was? Said? Oh, I said routine. Is that the one? Ooh, routine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So doubts. Doubt. Now, when you say routine, what do you mean getting into a routine, like feeling like, um, you're stuck in the routine of things or being consistent and doing the things that you don't want to do? Like, what do you mean by routine? I think or- you can have
2: be consistent, but routine to me is like, okay. Um, on Mondays. I do this Tuesdays. I really need to make phone calls. Wednesdays. I really need to follow up. Um, Thursdays. I need to make sure I'm whatever the case may be, but I, I, you can do something consistently if that makes sense, but maybe I'm not
1: in the routine of it. Okay. Okay. So it hasn't become almost like second nature. Like it's just kind of like automatic kind of things. Right. I
2: consistently work out, but I don't, I'm not in the routine of doing it in the morning. Sometimes I have to squeeze it in at night. So I'm doing something consistently, but it's not in the routine that I would like
1: it. Does that make sense when I put it that way? Yes, it does. So Mary Lynn, let's dissect that. So you're in charge of your life. You have pretty, you know, obviously I know you have a job and you have bills, you there's certain things that you have a pretty good freedom to live life by your design. Um, Why do you think that that routine of doing things in the order that you're wanting to do them things at the timing, et cetera, where do you think you're falling short on making sure that that happens?
2: Hmm, That's a good question. Maybe pushing past some of the inconveniences or tired right now, I've been tired last week. (laughs) I don't know if the time change made a difference, but the sun coming up a little bit later, I felt like a little different. So I've, I've kind of like, I overslept one time. I didn't want to work out in the morning. I had to squeeze it in at night. Um, so maybe pushing past through some of those things that are maybe a little inconvenient.
1: Yeah. I love that. You know, I heard one of the best quotes I've heard was that, um, reasons and excuses are tethered to the same fine line. (laughs) And I thought that was good because we can give ourselves all the excuses in the world, right? Of the sun not coming up at the time that it did last week and all these shifts of, because of, uh, which I think this is our last, is is this not our last, um, uh, what's it called? A daylight savings in that? I I don't know. I think that we're getting rid of (laughs) daylight. So, you know, all these excuses are, or or not even excuses because excuses have a negative connotations. Sometimes they're reasons, they're legitimate reasons but reasons and excuses are tethered to the same five, fine line sometimes when what we do is we turn our whys into our why nots when the reality is we should drop that knot go do it and understand that that is our why you know, oh, I can't because of my kids. Well, guess what? If you're telling me your kids are your why and you want to create a life that's you've never, you know, your kids never even dreamed of blah, blah, blah. But then the reason you can't do something to in order to reach that life is your kids. You've turned your kids from your why into your why not. And so my question for you, Mary Lynn, now I want you guys still Mary Lynn and I are friends outside of clubhouse. I love Mary Lynn. So this I'm being a little tough on her. But you're giving us reasons. when the reality is, is you can get up and do what you need to do every single day. And, 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 and the exact order that you want to do it in. And you have all full power of making sure that that happens.
2: 1000% I realize my responsibility in that.
1: And you know what, that's what I love about you. I love that you take on that responsibility that you're willing to swallow the seed of success that says, I take responsibility for my shortcomings. I am going to not talk about not doing these things, but rather I'm gonna just go do them. I'm not gonna give reasons or excuses as to why I'm not, and I'm gonna rise above. Now I believe that this week, Mary Lynn, you're gonna get your workouts in early. You're gonna have your, your, your schedule for your calls and your follow-up and all that the stuff that you do as a recruiter. You're gonna have all that set up and, and organized. And next week when we talk, you're gonna say, oh my gosh, I just needed to make the shift that I can and do it instead of talking about how I can't. How does that feel? Are you going to do it, Mary Lynn? Are, are we going to get are we going to get a workout in early today? You're going to get all your calls done. What 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 what's what's the commitment here? I
2: am. I am. I'm going to, you know, just I'm going to go turn on the thirty minute cardio right now and listen, you guys, <laughs> and I will get that work in now and next week. I will let you know how that goes. and the calls and all that good stuff.
1: Yay, friend. I hey, love Alexander. This. Yes, sir.
0: I just want to add to this conversation real quick. The reward isn't big enough. The reward isn't big enough. When we find ourselves not doing the things that we know we need to do, right? Because we can, like you said, we can create reasons, right? We can create all kinds of reasons why we don't need, need don't do what we need to do. But ultimately the truth of the matter, the fact of the matter, if we're all being hundred percent honest and candid in this room, the fact of the matter is if the reward was big enough, we'd get it done, right? Like if it was like, okay, do this for the next seven days. And at the end of the seven days, you're going to get a check for $10 million. You think you would get done? I think it would get done, right? I think we wouldn't miss I think we wouldn't sleep. I think we wouldn't feel tired. I think we'd feel energized. Right. And so a lot of times when you find yourself in that place where you're not doing the things that you need to do, it's because your goal, your goal isn't big enough. The target's not big enough. The reward's not big enough. We have to dream bigger. This is why they say things like, Oh, you guys hear my baby? (laughs) this is why we say things like, dude, you're playing small. And people are like, well, what do you mean you're playing small? Like if you're in a position in your life where you've gotten comfortable and you're talking yourself out of doing the things you need to do, you're playing too small. Grant says 10X, right? That's what he says. You've got to 10X that goal. In uh, in the automotive space, I say 800%, right? We work with dealers because they're used to getting 5% growth, 10% growth. They're comfortable with that. So we got to stretch it all the way out to 800% to get their mind to go, oh, wait a minute. What would that look like? What would my life look like if I made 800% more? What would the impact we could make look like if we were doing 800% more? There's so much more energy to that. So in this particular conversation I'll say to Marilyn Wilkin and I'll say to everybody in the room stretch that goal stretch that reward and you will find the energy required in order for you to achieve it I'll land there
1: I love that so much fun and let me ask you and, and Marilyn wow like I, I hope that you received all of that friend as she's putting on the, 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 the cardio, as she's like literally putting on the leg warmers. Like I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like envisioning like <laughs> 1980s Mary Lynn getting ready to work out. But um, Glenn, I have to ask you. So we heard Pam share with us that uh, through the Augmandino Scrolls Scroll One is probably where you got the swallowing the seeds of success from. When that title was chosen What was the intention behind the word, swallowing the seeds of success?
0: Actually, Alexander, I have a segment 830 where I'm going to be diving into that, like super, super, super deep. But the short version is, it's a combination of understanding, like Marcus was talking about this morning, understanding the seed that exists inside of us already, right? but then that seed alone is affected by environment. The environment that we are in is not a choice when we are children. The environments that we are in are a choice as adults. And so swallowing the seeds of success, right? These are the extra layers that we need in order to ultimately be able to grow our own seed, the seed that exists inside of us. And so I'm referring to the books that you read. We're referring to the people that you spend time with. We're referring to the the music that you listen to, the rooms that you step in, the the environments that you do life, the environments that you do life, and taking a, a, a full awareness of that, looking at it deeply and making sure that we're only swallowing the seeds of success so that we can ultimately fulfill our, our fullest potential. That's my my thought behind the, the title today, Alexander, and I'll go deeper into that at 8.30. I,
1: I love that, and I'm happy that we got to give a quick Plug for 8:30. So set your alarms, ladies and gentlemen, because <laughs> that sounds like a good one to be a part of. It's funny because I was telling the, the, you know everyone here that when I was last night I looked at the title and I'm like, okay, let me figure out what we're you know what we're going to talk about, blah blah blah. And I'm like swallowing like of all the words, because I'm planting, cultivating, nourishing the word swallowing the seeds of success. Almost felt like you know when you swallow that pill. Like sometimes the seeds of success uh, aren't always easy to swallow. But I literally googled this. You're going to Get a kick out of, it, out of this, and uh, all these different things come up. Really, nothing of any help. And then I got into this crazy <laughs> article about chimpanzees that swallow seeds whole along with leaves to help with this parasites um, during the rainy season and how it's a symbiotic relationship for the plants as well. Um, so these chimps have been now scientifically proven to take medicine because they're not eating, they're not chewing the the seeds they're doing, eating them whole intentionally. So they're taking medicine, which is like groundbreaking discovery. But what's beautiful is that the plants need them to do it as well, because in the natural process of of digesting something, it, it gets obviously released. And so now, not just are the chimps getting healthier because they're eating these and killing the parasites, the plants are actually able to have more reproduction and grow and spread their seed. And so the question for you then is, do you feel that when we swallow those seeds of success, does it ultimately help reproduce success in the lives of others as not just in our own life?
0: That is truly fascinating what you just shared right there, bro. I mean,
5: I was literally like reading about these shows. I love
0: that. And I know it sounds a little gross on the outside, but yes, 100%, right? You take yourself wherever you go. So as we swallow the seeds of success, then we go out and drop bombs, right? On those that we come in contact with or those in our next, in the the next generation, those that we do life with. So yes, Alexander, I do believe that that is exactly what happens and what a uh, crazy metaphorical visual you just gave us, but it's, that's, that's, that's real life and that's fascinating. That's all by design to me. So thanks for sharing that, Alexander. I really, really love that
1: yeah no worries you know I, I literally got stuck into it was an incredible article actually it was a peer-reviewed journal uh for a graduate student who was writing on this research and it just reminded me that you know you're right it's it's very graphic and uh, but the reality is this and then you know i asked the audience this what are you and and i'm using this word intentionally but also think about it what seeds are you swallowing so that when you're around and out in public what are you excreting And I'm not trying to be dirty in that, but what is coming? What is emanating from you? Because once you swallow those seeds and the seeds take root and they start to grow inside of you, These seeds, whether they're seeds of success or they're seeds of doubt or whatever it may be, is what's going to emanate. I always say that I'm striving for two legacies in this life. I'm striving for the legacy that when I leave this earth, people say one thing about me. Obviously, I want that to be I want I want to leave behind a legacy that's generational. But I also wanna leave behind a legacy every single time I leave a room, either in real life or here on Clubhouse. When I leave a room, when you leave a room, do people say, gosh, every time I'm around them, that person makes me smile. Ooh, every time I, I listen to Glenn, he drops a gem that I can implement that has absolutely changed my life. Every single time Ramon Ray share, opens his mouth and shines his light upon me, I am better. Every single time I watch Justin Conoco do his YouTube um, streaming, I'm, I'm learning and teaching and I'm aspiring to live and create what he has lived and create. Every time I'm hearing Yan share her knowledge all the way from Hong Kong, I'm inspired to do better. Every single time I watch a reel that Nate has created, or listen to Nate speak, I want more in my life. What seeds are you swallowing? And in turn, what are you excreting? So when you leave a room, is your legacy one of success and success that perpetuates success in the life of others? Or is your legacy one of, oh, thank God that person's gone. Oh gosh, every time I'm around them, they just make me so ne- feel so negative oh my goodness, does that person always complain when you talk to them? Because Lord, they never stop complaining when I'm around them. Or gosh, every time I talk to Mary Lynn, she's telling me about new records that she's breaking at work. She's telling about all the workouts she's getting in and how much she loves them. Every time I talk to Christina Howard, I'm hearing about another car that she's earning because of how hard she's working. Every single time I I, I talk to Pam, she inspires me to take leaps and to believe in myself because I see her believing in herself. What seeds are you swallowing? And what is ultimately emanating from you? Are you lifting others up around you with your presence? Or are you bringing them down? You know, I'll be very honest, this last few weeks and I'll, I'll tell you the blessing that Clubhouse is, the blessing that Clubhouse is, is not just one that has brought many opportunities to many of us. And yes, it has. And uh, uh, one of those greatest opportunities have been the opportunities to make incredible friendships and and really cultivate powerful relationships. But the last couple weeks, I'm going to be very, very real with you guys, have been a very tough season for me i would probably noticed that I haven't been here as often. Isn't it funny how when seasons get tough, sometimes we retreat from the places we should be spending more time in? But I'm going to be real with you guys. Is that okay with y'all? Can I just be real? And hey, the last two, three weeks, I've been going through it. And I haven't been, i have haven't—I've been running away from it, really, more than anything. Uh, I, I did recently, and I, I have gone public about this. Get um, on some, you know, antidepressant medication. I'm now on Effexor. I have a master's in psychology. I did part of my thesis on the abuse of psychopharmacology in today's, <laughs> you know, prescription happy um, society. And so, something that I said I would never do. I did. I got a little help from the little pill that puts little chemicals in my body to make it do things, and I felt like a failure. I was, for a whole week, not just was my body going through me through it, because for whatever reason, uh, for me, I was feeling nauseous for like seven days. Literally, the first couple of days, they actually did uh, cause me to have an f- actual reaction to the, taking the medication. I felt so nauseous. And on top of that, I was just feeling down and I was just so frustrated with myself. And I remember sitting there literally in tears as I'm talking to the psychiatrist and I'm like, but this, I don't believe in this. Like I, ha- I know the cognitive behavioral therapies that I should be practicing to get through this. And he just looks at me and he's like, hey, just because you know it doesn't mean you don't need a little bit of help every once in a while. And so I said yes. And then I kind of retreated. I went into myself. I went very, very insular. It was very, the old school way of me being five plus years ago, prior to self-development, prior to my life changing, prior to all these positive changes, but I didn't know where to go. My social media, you saw me basically not really posting on social media and I retreated. I did get into some incredible time with my family. I did uh, spend some, this last week was spring break. So this last week, that was not the case. It was the opposite. I'm feeling happy last week. I'm feeling motivated. I'm feeling almost like my old self again. And I realized that what I stopped doing was swallowing the seeds of success every single day. And I can tell you that one of the best places that I have found a plentiful buffet of success seeds is right here on breakfast with champions. And so instead of realizing, "Oof, I probably need to eat a little bit more. I stopped eating. And just like the chimps that we started off at the beginning of the room (laughs) talking about. Because I wasn't eating the seeds whole that I needed to be the parasites kept growing and I was getting sicker, not physically, but mentally. And then last week, Monday, I get a phone call from Glenn Lundy to say, Hey, what's up? That's it. I shared with him my heart. He shared with me some love and some advice. And I swallowed a success pill, a seed of success in that moment. And then I got back on my Audible and I started listening to an hour a day like I was. And I swallowed another seed of success. You see this journey of life, this journey as an entrepreneur, this journey as an intrapreneur, this journey as a father, this journey as a husband, this journey as a friend is one that's full of ups and it's full of blows. They all come together. But the reality is, who are you surrounding yourself with? What are you putting into your mind? What are you putting into your soul? What are you allowing to happen in your life? Are you swallowing the seeds of success or are you retreating allowing the parasites to take hold, filling you with negativity and toxicity, self-doubt, imposter syndrome, inconsistency, disbelief, doubt. Are you doing what it takes to swallow that seed, however rough that seed may be, so that it can ultimately plant root inside your soul and grow so much so that you are not just successful. You can't help but walk and turn everyone around you successful. Cause everything you touch turns into gold. There might be someone here that's listening to my voice that said, gosh, I'm in that season. I'm in that season where I'm like, God, I just feel down. I don't feel like myself. It wasn't, I started to retreat. I want to first and foremost say congrats for showing up today. You swallow the first seed of success. You showed up. The rest is up to you. How many more seeds will you receive today? That ultimately will get you on the path to where you'd like to go. For the last four minutes, I'd love to open it up to anyone who would like to um, ask a question or has a comment to make. Other than that, it has been.
3: Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey first, I want to send you a hug. You almost had me in tears. God bless you. Um, the scrolls are actually, um, I'm going to go back to that and Pam and and Glenn, Glenn, you know, without the, the, the texting, the, his community texting, he really helps me out with that and encourages. I actually fell off and I keep, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lose this time. I'm going to do 30 days of scroll. Number one. Yes, <laughs> Yes. girl. I should, yes. I should be on 25 with Pam, but I'm back on now. This is day four. I started this morning, day four. So, um, I just, I keep telling myself how you do one thing is how you do everything. You need to start. You need to finish. I have literally been kicking myself and Alexander, you, um, uh, God bless you. Thank you. And Glenn, thank you too for, for the encouragement in that community because you wrote, and I'm gonna to try to find it real quick. Uh, by the way, my iPhone keeps telling me, text Glenn, <laughs> it's funny. Um, <laughs> um, I, I can't remember where, where you wrote, um, get back on. Um, I appreciate you running with me um, and offering me grace. Like, you know, I just feel like, This is so amazing. And I'm going to do 30 days of scroll. Number one, it's probably going to be maybe 40, but I'm going to do 30 days of scroll number one and I can't wait to get to number two. So I just want to say, thank you. Thank you for breakfast with champions is more than, than a morning program. It's, it's, it's life changing. And since I've been here uh, uh, over a year now, um, my entire, my, my seeds are, are God bless you, I'm overwhelmed with emotion right now. So thank you, thank you.
0: You rock, sister. I appreciate yes. you sharing that for sure. Let's go, let's go, let's go.
1: Yes, thank and you so you. much, Maria. You're amazing, amazing, amazing. Yes, I hear someone Alexander, else. It, is ahead,
2: it is hey, Megan, it is Megan. I just want you to know that uh, you've been in my heart and um, just been praying for you, my friend. And the other thing I just wanna to share too is you should do the scrolls with us, uh, Alexander. I think it'd be great for you. And Glenn, I really do appreciate, like Maria said, your the texting, You know, as I shared when you started this, that I've been reading this for years, uh, but I've been doing you know, the monthly, uh, I mean, the 30 days, I should say. And Maria, I'm gonna start again with you today, okay? So you and I can be accountability buddies with this.
4: And- Ooh, you you girls go, yes.
2: Love you, love, girl. Love
4: and
1: you, man. Love you. Yes, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. And you know, you know, Paul. Uh, excuse me, Glenn. We used to have Paul Blanchard on here all the time um, from the Ogbandino Institute. Um, we 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 could probably we should probably do something. He, he's such an incredible man. And when you hear him read the scrolls and how he just explains it, it's just unbelievable. Uh, He used to do a weekly scroll reading for us on the social media show back in the day, a year ago. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an incredible hour of chit chat from chimpanzees (laughs) to, uh, you know, just everyday seeds that we choose to fill our bellies with.